Hello, I'm Erin. And I'm Miles. And at our church on Tuesday night, we had a uh, teaching night on um, the roles of men and women in church uh, that uh, we both spoke at. There were a lot of questions that came out of that night and uh, we were really not uh, able to adequately answer them all. So we thought we'd just make these little short podcasts to help answer those questions and um, give a little bit more space for the young adults at our church to hear and engage on this topic. So, Miles, what's our first question? I love your podcast voice. Um, it's also, I should say, my I have a cold voice, yeah. so I'm, I'm not usually this kind of deep. Well, yeah, we both have colds. All right, first question. Uh, how does a church expect to efficiently build confident female ambassadors of Christ when there is a distinct lack of female leadership by women aged 18 to 30? Yeah, this is a great question. Uh, so <clears throat> our, um, what, how we're going to answer these questions is first we're going to look at what the Bible says because uh, we want to <laughs> make sure that we're not just making answers up or fitting them to suit what we would like to hear but really engaging with what the Bible actually says and um, then letting that shape our answer. So we've got a couple of um, Bible verses that kind of fit this passage. Um, you want to kick us off with the first one? Uh, Genesis 1.27 uh, where it talks about us being made in the image of God. Uh, and therefore, yeah, living out the image of God, uh, whether you're male or female. Uh, and then there's uh, 1 Timothy 3, where women are clearly deacons, uh, at the very least. Um, probably a question about overseers, but uh, at the very least, uh, deacons, which is a station of leadership in the church. Then we've got 1 Corinthians 14, 26, where brothers and sisters are encouraged and to build up the church uh, in lots of different ways, uh, but in an orderly way in, um, in the kind of church gathering. We've also got Titus 2, 3, where older women are um, told to live out their lives in such a way that they would be an encouragement to the younger women around them, um, which is exactly the heart of this question, that uh, young adults are um, finding it really hard to find these female older leaders who, um, who can be that example for them. And also, I mean, in terms of Bible verses, any time the Bible is telling uh, people to do do really anything yeah, um, to follow Jesus, um, we can assume that that is directed both to men and women. So, Great Commission, um, making disciples—that's that's for everyone. There's just a bunch of stuff like that, much more than there is that's specific. Yeah. Yeah, um, so yeah, look those Bible verses up. Uh, we want to see some more background to our answers. But uh, Rin, uh, yeah, how would you answer this question? Yeah, uh, we really like this question. Um, I, I think it's a common experience that um, it's it's often really hard to find female leaders or access them. Sometimes they just seem a bit thin on the ground, and um, e- even if they're just there in the church, it's it's often just hard to find them or ask them. Um, yeah, particularly as we've all got really busy lives, don't we? Um, <laughs> but, yeah, it, it seems to be somewhat of a trend um, that women's uh, staff workers are often in positions of administration or kids' ministry, and that's a real shame. Um, it's quite sad when... I mean, women are fantastic at kids and admin, but when they're only in uh, those positions, yeah, it is a bit of a shame. Yeah, my first thought is uh, that I like the question, but then I want to change the question almost immediately. 
uh, I want to change the question because I want it to read differently. I want to say, uh, how does church expect to efficiently build confident male and female ambassadors of Christ when there is a distinct lack of female leadership for women mm. aged 18 to 30? Uh, that there is a loss when uh, for male discipleship um, as well as female discipleship when there is a lack of the female voice within leadership. Um, yeah, so it seems yeah, um, it's not okay for a male to lead without female input nor a female to lead without male input. Um, it's just not okay to lead um, without working within the body of Christ in general. And so, uh, yeah, I think there's a real loss uh, for both sides. I think that, yeah, the obvious thing mm-hmm. it says is loss to females, but I want to I want to push back the question and just go, yeah, it's actually a loss for the whole body of Christ when there's not female voice um, mm-hmm. heard, uh, female leaders uh, speaking into different spaces, whatever that looks like, but, yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, if we go back to Genesis 1, we see that um, in God's creation, it was not good for the man to be alone. And uh, he needed a helper that was suitable for him. And God created woman. He created Eve to be that person. So we know that it's just the same in the church now, that uh, our ministry is lacking something when there is not the female voice speaking into situations that might look like really different things. And I'll let your imaginations kind of roam over <laughs> what that might look like because we don't have enough time. But I mean, it might be in really small things. It might be in really large structural mm. things. But just having that voice is so important. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. If we're going to say that men and women are different and that we all reflect the glory of God, then we need to have that difference in in all levels of decision-making and and practice. Yeah, I think... uh, Oh, I know that um, kind of the place where it pops up the most is usually in response to, um, yeah, like uh, big leadership moments or um, or even preaching moments where, um, yeah, where females kind of feel there's assumptions made about how they experience something by mm. by male staff and that's just a, it's a lost moment it's either um, male male staff male leadership male decide makers need to think I need to listen better and think about mm. um, their audience more um, and receive feedback well and respond to that um, or um, yeah you think about yeah do you bring a female into that space to to speak into that space turning on your theology on women preaching and, and teaching in that space but uh, just thinking thinking through clearly you can't um, regardless of your theology in it, you can't uh, exclude females from the leadership space mm, yeah. to the to the detriment of the way uh, church is meant to flourish. Um, just that image of when was the garden, anything wrong in the garden? When it was not good? Was when it was just male by himself? The full flourishing of God's community and creation and therefore in recreation uh, has to be yeah with male and female hanging out mm. together. Yeah. Well, do you think that kind of answers the question? Oh, no, it probably raises more questions, but it's a <laughs> yeah. good start. Yeah. So you, so you um, well, I mean, too. what would you what would you recommend if someone was feeling like this was true of their church? Oh, um, yeah, that's a really good question. I think uh, first stop has got to be the word. So getting into the word and working out, uh, are you being led by your feelings or are you being led by God's word? So mm. you've got to be open to the idea that... Um, yeah, that our feelings can be wrong, and this this topic often has a lot of feeling around it. Uh, and I want my feelings to be rebuked and challenged and or, or affirmed uh, by the Word of God. So that first step would be that. Uh, the second step is when you've read the Word clearly, then you've got um, backing to ask min- ministers questions to at least learn from them and to bring that to them. And it's not about your opinion versus theirs. It's about well, let's read the Word together, and that's a great discipleship opportunity mm. for you. And uh, uh, and I hope for your minister that they would respond by going, oh, awesome. 
a young adult wants to read the Bible with me to learn about something, mm. uh, any minister worth his salt will, or, or her salt will say yes to that, I'm sure. Yeah. And my recommendation too would be, like this might be the case at your church, that there are no or few women on staff, um, but there are definitely not few women in your church. So though they might not be in kind of particular positions of leadership, there'll be some gold women there in your congregation. Mm. So get amongst them, try and uh, get to know them, babysit their kids if they're mums, um, yeah, hang out for coffee with them and um, and just Choose those leaders because, like, I can guarantee that there will be some just solid Bible-loving women in your church. And um, and I think it's just this kind of awkward thing that we skate around doing mentoring or discipling mm. together. But um, I've been a part of and witnessed some really beautiful relationships that are kind of cross-generational and um, and it's definitely like a two-way um kind of giving thing that you you learn and you teach and you disciple together um so just try and get amongst that it, it's sad if it's not like that but yeah everything miles said is great but then in the meantime just try and get around some of the the amazing women who'll be right there in um in your church well and and, and men um i've been discipled and um and shaped by uh, females as a part of churches i've been a part mm. of i've been taught how to lead better um, we taught how to make disciples better, um, empathize better, and so yeah, yeah, the blessing goes um, across all ways. Um, if nothing else, um, I'm married to Rin, and uh, yeah, she has contributed significantly to the way I am as a pastor, and the way that I seek to teach and um, disciple others. So, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah, a very different pastor because of um, because of a woman, and so I'm um, blessed in that way. And so. Yeah, um, we, the yeah the sexes can be a blessing across across the board, and so thinking about how do we uh, speak and encourage and listen and um, build each other up in the Lord, um, yeah, and help each other be flourishing in Jesus. Yeah, hmm. that's the dream. Yeah, sounds good. All right, that's it. Bye.